Hey guys, Sean here and welcome to another episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast and it is a beautiful Monday morning looking out um, I'm not too sure what time it's going to be when you guys listen to this podcast but beautiful Monday morning after what weekend it was supposed to be god awful but somehow it wasn't Sunday was an unbelievable day I was actually out in the Phoenix Park first time back in the park doing a run for the since this whole coronavirus thing started there's that buzzword mentioned again but it, it is these times unfortunately it's, it's going to come up in everything but during those 80 minutes I was doing a 10 mile run 80 minutes plus uh, I did a 10 mile run for the most part the head was clear I was in my own thoughts and the coronavirus and pandemic I just wasn't thinking about it at all now it was a bit packed and there was times where I was getting too close to people I was trying to veer up, getting rid of that getting more that 2 meter radius away from people that it was always still in the back of my mind but for the most part if you looked around the park with the exception of certain gates being closed and a hell of a long tra- traffic along Chesterville Avenue, you would have thought it was just a normal Sunday, to be honest with you, which, which was great that we are somewhat getting back to normal. Obviously, like I said, it is in the back of our minds doing that. And it was just nice to get out and get a run in the park and just reminded me of that the phoenix park is pretty much where i did my training for my last two marathons because it was literally my back garden at, at one stage and it was just great to get back out there get back running clear the mind as as far as clearing the mind and getting just re- refreshing your thoughts and everything else i i find a run is better than pretty much just about anything anything because i still haven't got into the meditation thing it's still on the priority list i still try to make it a little bit higher but i think i talked about it a couple of months ago on this podcast i was like i'm gonna start meditating i'm gonna start putting a high in the priority list and i just for some reason never do the wrong at the moment running is my meditation and it's going really well no injuries so far touching wood like i said got the new pair of runners right back out at it and speaking of high in the priority list and different things like that in today's episode of the podcast We're going to be talking about why some programs work for other people and what to be cautious of as gyms and boot camps and everything else are about to reopen. What I feel you should be looking out for because there's going to be a lot of BS thrown your way over the next couple of weeks. And with that said, let's get straight into today's episode. So before we start talking about a lot of BS about to be thrown at you guys in terms of sales and marketing and all the rest and why you should do this program, why you should do this gym, why you should do this diet, why low fat's better, why low carbs better and all this sort of thing that's going to get thrown at you now that gyms are about to be re- reopened in the next month at the moment. A time of speaking in this podcast is July 20th. Part of me hopes that it could happen as early as June 29th. Just, I mean, as of today, shopping centers and stuff are open in Ireland and like i just said the intro to this podcast the phoenix park open and everyone it just felt like a normal sunday with people running the traffic there obviously but with the exception that just people getting by and um i see no one in the park with masks not to get into that debate about masks being good bad or anything like that um but it just felt like a normal sunday it felt like things were getting a little bit back to normal thankfully the numbers are down unfortunately people are still passing away with the coronavirus but there hasn't been that spike yet so hopefully gyms will be open soon and maybe june 29th and if it is june 29th you're gonna get a lot of stuff shown at you pretty fast on social media advertisement on why you should do this type of program this type of program and i just want to 
help you make a decision that's going to benefit you this is not going to be a sales pitch for any of my stuff at the moment i'm not even doing personal training uh, i'm working with a gym at the moment so i'm not doing my own kind of thing i am doing my own boot camp so i'm hoping that what i'm saying now will align with what i want to provide my boot camp i won't be advertising that for quite a while so there's not gonna be a sales pitch there either because with the numbers and stuff like that i'm gonna be working with my current clients for you guys so you put down the guard i'm not doing a sales pitch with this just to, to what i think will help you rather than and what i want to to put into my boot camp will obviously be true right what i say here but it's not going to be salesy or any, any which way from that and to get into it what i want to talk about first is and i've talked about this before is every year i do like a six-week challenge and with that six-week challenge, I do a, a low-carb diet. I have a cheat day every Sunday, and that's usually some sort of roast dinner. The odd time and dessert will stick in there. But for the most part, I, I stay clean throughout six weeks. Now, I do have little lapses here and there where I'm like, I need some form of carbs, and I throw a bit of sweet potato fries. I feel like I'm healthier eating that. And we've talked before about it's not necessarily healthier than potatoes, but I feel like it's healthier, and it helps me keep, stay on track. Uh, at the end of the six weeks, like last year, for example, I built it this big sun at the end of the six week challenge where uh, I went on a whiskey tour that morning. I was at a barbecue in the afternoon. I was with a few mates in the evening, having a couple of Sierra Nevadas, watching the 49ers opening game of the season. They beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think, I think it was. A good victory that day to start off a great season. And I just built this big event around it. And then after that, then I was on holidays. I was over in Iceland and all the rest. And I had first, my first two full weeks holidays pretty much in like four or five years. So, I built everything around that Sunday and everything else was happening after that. That kept me on track to know that when I was uh, when I was making sure I wasn't able to eat certain foods, that was only short term, it wasn't long term, that I had a bigger picture, a bigger goal in mind and just working towards that feeling and how I'd how I would feel once I was able to have those foods again, that it wasn't a long term thing. And that helped me get through it. And I got great results from that. I think I lost four or five kilo. It's the one time a year I track my, my weight. Four or five kilo. I felt stronger. I looked good. I felt even better. And my whole point of that is, well, what worked there? Why why does that challenge work for me? And full disclosure, I don't think it'll work for everyone because I don't think everyone should build their, their six-week challenge around the opening of a football season because they're not as crazy as I am on that. But was it the low carb diet that worked for me and the simple answer is no because when i was on that low carb diet and restricted food i'm like if i'm gonna put myself to this extreme and it is a bit of an extreme to be honest with you i don't think you should be taking carbs out um whole year round but it works for me for these six weeks and that that's a different topic let's let's not talk about low carb low fat or anything like that the, the point is if i was going to take reduce my calories which is in essence that's exactly what i'm doing i'm just reducing my calories no matter how i do it it reduces calories by doing that and depriving myself of drinking beer for six weeks by the way which is a big deal for me i know that's not a person trying to say but it is i like me odd beer um to do that i'm gonna make sure i train i'm gonna make sure i get the workout in i'm gonna make sure i'm in the gym three four times a week so that at the end of six weeks it's worthwhile doing what i'm doing and that is how most of these programs work so if you're if just think about for a second just think back to whenever you felt a program worked for you why it worked for you and it could be something as simple as weight watchers and slimming world and you're like 
obviously that worked for me and you may think it was just that program but I'm pretty sure if you really thought about it there was all these other things that came into effect when you were on whatever program you were on let's just say it was a nutrition program or some sort of diet I'm pretty sure with except obviously there's lower calories that helped you get there like the calories went down no matter how you did it the calories went down but with the exception of that you probably went out on more walks you probably had some sort of fitness regime with that as well you probably changed a few little habits without knowing it but if you think back to it like oh yeah i wasn't doing that before and i wasn't having you know one of my bad habits right now is after a meal there's always a twirl bar in the fridge i love me twirl bars and i'll always have a twirl bar not always but if it's there i'll end up eating it and i don't need to eat it it's just it's a habit like oh a bit of dessert chocolate bar i'll go off do something else and it's always there so it's a bad habit that i need to get rid of i need to make sure that's not there and to get rid of that bad habit i'm going off topic a little bit here to get rid of that bad habit i need to do a different habit as soon as i finish my meal so maybe Maybe I go for an evening walk as soon as I finish my dinner. And then if I keep doing that, that erases the having the chocolate bar after and brings in that new new habit of going for a quick walk afterwards. And that could take anywhere for three to eight weeks to form that habit. Another habit I have is like right now, a good habit. I have this bottle of water in front of me. Uh, it's that the big jug of... Um, it's a 2.2 jug of water so I'm, all, I'm constantly having that having that by my side trip today so that means I'm always getting my 3-4 litres of water in each day and keep myself hydrated that's an example of good habit the twirl is an example of bad habit and you'll find that if you're on certain diets get back to the topic you'll be your, your habits slowly start changing based around that 6 week challenge so it's not just one thing that works for you a load of different things slowly come in to, to play and, and that helps you get back on track and that helps you achieve your goals it's not just low carb not just low fat it's not just this one challenge and get back to the, the six week challenge that i do while i could argue that my gym program is better than others because it's full body and it hits more than hamstrings and the quads and it, it just it, it's better balance most gym programs are going to work if you got low calories lower calories so if you did just a diet and you did someone else's gym program yeah it, it, it's gonna work and i can't argue that i know why i'm doing the exercises and i have the buy-in for me that i hope to have the buy-in for others but other people's gym program while they may look crazy to me and they may look like yeah you're missing out on this muscle group but that muscle group and why are you doing this before that and you're getting into the nitty-gritty of it the bottom line is it can still work for you so if you did i mean if you just did squats for example you're neglecting a lot of different things but let's just say you like for argument's sake let's just say you did 30 minutes of squats you did uh, every minute on the minute you did 10 squats you got a breather of 20 seconds you did 10 squats again you did what that's 10 well, obviously 30 minutes is 300 squats let's just say you did that you're burning calories there along with your nutrition and everything else that would work if you want to keep it that simple and you are motivated just to do squats every day Yes, that would work. Showing some push-ups and some pull-ups or some sort of row, ideally. You've pretty much got a full-body workout there, and that would work. The problem is we'd get bored doing that, and we wouldn't be able to stick to that long-term. But in theory, that, that, that works. So my whole point is, at the moment, that now it was a, a 2015 study on this, a, a full European study on this. They said like up to like only 16% of Irish people train regularly. That is a problem. 
That's a huge problem. That's why we are not essential. That is why gyms are not open right now and shopping centers are open. Every store, every different type of store is open right now, but over here, gyms are not at the moment. We've 720 gyms. Most of those gym memberships, they're not being used to their full potential. We you know, sign up, maybe go once a week, if even once a week. And, and that's what the bigger gyms are based on. I've talked about this before, not to trash bigger gyms, but they are. They're, they're overpacked in the evenings and that's still probably 10% or so of their membership clientele, if even. Uh, I know it's still worked in these type of gyms and they're hoping that not everyone that has a gym membership uses the gym, which defeats the purpose of a gym. It, you know, it's there to make money. Let's not get too idealistic about that. Like one of the reasons you, te- you, you own a gym is to make money. It's probably the main reason to own a gym, but the, that that's, that's a big issue in terms of we're not getting healthier we're getting more unhealthy right now and this pandemic's not helping but more people are going out running which is a good thing as well like there's something wrong with the industry it's broken and you take a broken system and on top of that it hasn't been operating at all for the last three four months and now unfortunately a lot of gym businesses are going to go with this coronavirus Uh, it's just inevitable rents and all that have to be paid and no incomes coming in and some of us have adapted to online training and some more successful than others which is a different topic as well when it's either june 29th which i'm hoping it is and maybe it's not that it, it could still be july 20th but i'm just i'm just hopeful it's june 29th and get back to do what i what i love to do but if it's july 20th it is july 20th and when that happens there's going to be a load of stuff thrown at you on why this program's the best program for you. This is the only gym program. This is the only nutrition you should be on. It's gonna be sell, sell, sell. And as personal trainers, we do not know how to sell. It's like our program's the best and that's it. And some of that might get true to you. Like, oh, I need to train at six o'clock in the morning to get all these benefits because it's better to train in the morning than the evening. Or I need to do this type of training. I need to do this type of hit training, not this type of hit training. A lot of that stuff is working on the extra one to two percent, whereas it's 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 the found like the foundation is what you should be concerned with. But they're talking about the you know the 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 little part. It's like if building a house, I suppose we're talking about foundations. They're talking about the types of doors you should have. That's the best for this. So the you know maybe the type of windows is actually probably too much the type of furniture here and there instead of the actual foundation and the foundation should be based around you and your lifestyle 6 a.m sessions can work great for a lot of people for you it might not work well at all it just mightn't suit you you know whatever it is with work and travel and everything else if you're trying to force that in after a couple of weeks you're just going to drop off it's it's not going to happen for you so with these claims of you know the low fat diet or the low carb diet or the vegan diet or all carnivore diet whatever it is this is the only diet for you if if that's the ultimatum thrown at you take a step back it's not for you it, it can't unless you totally 100 agree and buy into it then yes it could be for you but if you're like mm, i'm not too sure I, I could do that it doesn't make too much sense then then back away from that back away from the type of training they're like this is the only type of training for you now Full disclosure, I'm a big proponent of strength training and everything else following suit. Even the running, as I talked about as the intro to this podcast, I feel like everyone should build some sort of strength foundation for that and then do more running to reduce injury and just just overall better health. But 
So that's why I'd say some sort of gym program, or and then that can still happen in boot camps and stuff like that. With, with you know a little bit of resistance and, and and going through the right exercises, but at the same time, if you want to do just running only, there is a way to make that work for you that you don't have to do gym programs. I hate saying that, but it it is true. If if I've I've talked to people, especially doing the the any given run day podcast, where they the majority of the things they do is just run, and it works great for them. And who am I to say, ah, oh, you should be doing more squats or lunges or Bulgarian split squats is definitely the best lower body exercise. I may feel that, but they're like Sean. I run. I'm doing great. I'm faster than you. I'm like son of a. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's different. You gotta find what fits for you. Don't concern yourself with all the BS that's going to be thrown at you over these next couple of weeks on this program, that program. It has to be something that you can build proper, sustainable habits around. And that's the key. Finding those habits that help you build into a... I'm waffling a little bit here now, so I'll try to um, compose and get my thoughts together on this one before I waffle on this one too much. The gym program or whatever program you decide has to be something that excites you, that you want to do, that you don't dread each and every time uh, just because the person, the coach says, well, you have to you know, sweat your ass off doing whatever type of exercise this is the only way to, to burn fat. The exercises shouldn't be, a bit, be about burning fat or how many calories you burn in an hour or anything like that. That all comes with time as long as you're building little habits that are sustainable from there. So if if, if a class is being promoted as this burns 600 calories an hour, one doesn't, everyone's different on it. Everyone adapts differently to how calories are burned. So that's just... It's a BS claim right there. It you know it wet the the amount of calories you actually burn could be a lot more, could be a lot less. Who knows? So I wouldn't go. I wouldn't judge joining up to a session on how many calories it burns because you're not gonna stick with that long term. You need to find something that you're gonna stick with long term rather than quick fixes. If it's if I not, that's probably the best way I can sum up this this little rant I have right now. If the program is being sold to you as a quick fix and you're going to drop this amount of body fat and it's just all about the, the quick fixes. It's so easy to do. Fitness is simple. How, losing weight is simple. It's not easy. It's difficult. I mean, is it 3,500 calories? Deficit is one pound. That's a lot. That's a, that's a lot and it can seem insurmountable to lose 10-15 pounds but if you do it gradually by doing it gradually you're building different habits and that leads to long term rather than just completely def- a complete huge deficit in your calories an insane amount of training on top of that that's not sustainable so I'm going to sum this podcast fitness and health is simple simplify it don't put too much weight into different supplements and type type of training and all the rest. Find something that works for you. It's simple. It just isn't easy. It requires consistency. And on that note, thank you today for uh, subscribing and downloading the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast. Really enjoying doing these. Once again, hit me up on Instagram at Coach underscore Sean C if you have any questions at all on this podcast. And if you disagree even, let me know. Hey, Sean, I didn't like the way you said this, this, and this, and we could talk about it. And you might still have your opinion. I might still have mine afterwards. And maybe I might be like, you know what? I didn't formulate my thoughts 
good on that one what i meant to say was this you actually have a point and that's how we get shit done here and that's how we get better in, a, in this field because at the moment i do think the fitness industry is broken and god knows what's gonna happen when we eventually reopen and on that note that was almost a sour note to end the podcast on it's a Monday. It's a great Monday. Sun is shining. There's a bit of another end of the line. Go shine. Okay.